La maudite des vies chaudes. I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. David, you look absolutely terrific, honestly. You got like you got like glue on. This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. The nightmare of insane murder and lingering death. Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. Someone is watching you. Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show, now on a flipping Monday. No, you're an angel witch. Witch. Do you think this show, it starts off too slick every week, doesn't it? That was a little more slick than usual, yeah. It's pretty slick. I'm feeling good about it. Oh my god. Hello and welcome to the Dave Hill Good Time Hour. I almost blacked out for a second. It's been a motherfucker of a day, I have to say. For no good reason. Um, but, uh, anyway. Hello. How is everybody? Boy Criminal, Chris Gersbeck. Hi, I'm good. Chicken Rancher, Des. Evening, everyone. What is that music? Oh, of course I know what music that is. Is that from the hit movie Disco Dancer? It is. It's because I wanted to get on your case again about actually scheduling this watch party. Well, I, have to see I emailed with Anuvab Paul today. And he says he's ready. Okay. He's cool. ready. He's ready to go. And uh, I found out you can host uh, Amazon Prime video watch parties on Twitch. Like they connect to each other. So maybe we can do it on there. Get international that way? Yeah. Ooh. Totally. Anubhav is back in Mumbai. I have an update. Oh, he made it. He made it. He's back. You guys should listen. When I see you guys, I mean our massive global audience, should listen to his podcast, Our Last Week. If you really want to know what he's up to on the regular. It's the biggest podcast in India, as far as I'm concerned. It's on Spotify. It's Spotify exclusive. Oh. Anyway. Dis- I still... Chris, how many times have you seen Disco Dancer, the hit movie? I mean, I've watched it, like, start to finish twice all the way through. And then, like, a bunch of times I've just put it on and have on in the background, like, while I'm doing other things. Just for vibe? Yeah, like, when I'm cleaning or... Uh, and I, I mean, the soundtrack is, like, all I've been listening to the past couple of weeks on Spotify. It's pretty so, good, like, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know the words, but you can't deny that I have some vague notion of the melody. So. Yeah, it's so it's so good. I mean, it is. I love the. the it is great hearing Anubab tell us that the video killed the radio star ripoff was like 100% intentional because it's basically the same song. Oh yeah, but I you know I forgot to ask him, and this is not an indictment of all uh, musicians in India by any stretch. But I've noticed this many times. I'll go back when you could go to a restaurant, say, for example. Um, I would go to, you know, the Indian restaurants in the East Village, and at least once a night, a song would come on, and in the chorus, I'd be like, wait a minute, that's this other song. I think it's like a thing, is what I'm suggesting. Drop it in there. It's possible. It could be like, um, you know, how like they'll, I don't know, like they'll toss like little bits of like jingle bells at the end of every Christmas song. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. First of all, let me, I feel like I speak for Des. Oh, you mean at the end of the song when they go, yes, just like end of a song that has no relation to jingle bells. And then you'll just hear like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. I don't think that's the same thing. Does your mic sounds a little quiet? Am I mistaken? Could be. Can we get a little more heat? Hey, how are you? I'll do what I can. Maybe you just have to talk more directly. Into, I'm. I've got. Uh, it could be just cold balls of steel to be telling anyone okay. how to adjust their sound. Given my complete. Uh, before we went live here tonight, I was really struggling on many levels. Yeah. Primarily trying to figure out how my microphone and headphones work. And then it turns uh, out I had them. Des and I to give you like a solid pep talk. It was a real situation. We have an incredible guest tonight. I'm very excited. He's hilarious. Derek Humphrey, co-host of the Bushwick Bears podcast and a firefighter in the Navy in Iraq. Hmm. Which makes me feel uh, inferior to him. I'll just come out and say it. He'll make now. you feel inferior too. Don't worry. I did. You know, I. You know, if you gotta understand, my starting point, the feeling about myself is see, I'm, I'm garbage. So when you pile on someone, an actual other human, who has done something amazing, then I feel like even more garbage. Yeah. That said, I'm very excited to have him on the show. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Despite, you know, my feelings of self-worth will plummet further. <laughs> maybe this um, will turn around and you'll be lifted up. Maybe this is it. Maybe, you maybe. know. Gotta keep trying. Yeah. Yeah. That just seems pretty... I Well, I'll ask him. I'm gonna ask the, the hard questions. Well, not hard questions, but... Uh, um... You know, fine. Get get the scoop on it and other things. Mm-hmm. I, this is what I wanted to say because I'm seeing David Bamundo say uh, his angel, which made around six hundred forty dollars in royalties just from explosive industries and assorted sundry D Hill related properties. Parentheses asking for a friend, the singer and angel, which um, I'll tell you one thing is not lately. The past like three weeks. The day after we do our live stream of this incredible podcast, 
the Dave Hill Good Time Hour, easily the biggest podcast I can think of right now. Um, they, you can't watch the live stream in a lot of countries, not a lot, but like five countries I can't think of. Let me, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Wait, our, the, the Dave Hill Good Time Hour you can't This show On YouTube? is blocked by, let's get to the bottom of it. Ooh. Is it because of the, the use of Angel Witch? Yeah, something about Angel uh, Witch makes the, the, the internet police come out. Weird. And it, so... They got the but it, it's in which countries? It's in like, uh, I'm countries I would wager we don't have a lot of listeners in. Such as, I think like think Cuba, huge the Sudan. Area. Once we do this watch party for Disco Dancer, I know. I feel like things are really on the precipice of just. Busting wide open, yeah, like a motherfucker, and we're not just going to be the biggest podcast in Ireland, yeah, which, which we I, still are, by the way. Is 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 that what the stats would in, indicate? We have more listeners in Ireland than anywhere else in the world. Not not more than America. No, like per capita, probably per capita. It's yeah. wildly. If the three of us were Yard. to walk. Walk down the street in downtown Dublin. It would be get like far. The, the Beatles or something. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They would flip out. Um, though it has been suggested to me that there is another reason. Like there's some. What's a VPN? You guys seem oh. knowledgeable. Yeah, it's a virtual private network. That's exactly right. <laughs> Uh, it's basically, I, I have one. You, you can so, like, let's say I wanted to watch a video on YouTube that's only available in India. I could like tell my VPN I'm in, in India, and then I'll be able to access it. Ooh, lighter than awesome. Well, you raise a for example, Disco Dancer. I believe is you cannot view it on YouTube in North America, but I think you can in India. If I can bring it back to Disco Dancer, the hit movie. Should we do that watch party on like a, a Monday prior to the show and just come in hot? Yeah. Or we could do it. You yeah, mean like, do it do it before the show? Right. And then do the show afterwards? Right. Uh, that's a lot. That just seems that's that's a long. I mean, I'm I'm superhuman, but I'm not like. Right. That's like a. That's like Iditarod energy level. Mm-hmm. That's you're talking like four hours. Sit there. Well, I guess during the watching, I don't have to do anything, do right. I? Yeah, we're just. I watching. just enjoy an incredible movie. Chatting on the on the like, there's an accompanying message board, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, right when you you can there's a message board while you watch. Yeah, we could chat. We can all chat, so we can just watch the movie. To yeah. make saucy comments. Yeah, exactly. I like that outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. The whole movie. The thing is, I because I've been I've been watching. When I say watching, I mean I fall asleep in front of a lot of. Been falling asleep in front of a lot of Indian movies lately. Because uh, basically, if I if I start any movie after about seven o'clock, I'm guaranteed to just fall asleep. Basically. <laughs> 
So tonight after the show, I will, I will pick out a classic, and I'll fall asleep. But um, the movies from that era, from the '70s and '80s, are just nonstop eye candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to give me some more recommendations because uh, I think I'm all in on '80s Bollywood. Well, I we we need to have uh, our friend Shanali Bomek back because. She texted me the other day, and I said, oh, no, this is what happened. I decided, well, I should definitely find the Disco Dancer Facebook group and, like, I should be a part of that, you know? Yeah. Pursue my interests on Facebook. So I did, and it said, like, two people you know are also fans of this page. Shanali was one, and I can't remember who the other one was. So I texted Shanali. I said, "Hey, couldn't help but notice you're uh, you like the Disco Dancer fan page." So, uh, so I uh, so we got to chatting, and she said, "Oh yeah, that's like huge movie from my childhood." And her mom apparently, I don't think she does anymore, but she owned a. Uh, like a Bollywood and movie and you know Indian goods store in Nashville. So she's like her mom was basically the disco dancer queen of Nashville. I'll do it for many years. I mean, That's I got awesome. to get the specifics of what went on at this store, mm-hmm. but I, I, uh, but yeah, she and then she recommended all these other movies to me. And uh, so I'm a busy guy, basically, watching these movies. But I love the music. Yeah. I love... It's, like, really good. It's, it's, it's like, really actually well-written music. I love... Yeah, the, I love the... Uh, I love all the visuals. I love the outfits. I love the interiors of everyone's homes. Mm-hmm. I'm all in on many... And, and I love the, the storylines where literally anything can happen. And it oh, seems yeah. like... They're writing the whole thing on a deadline. Like, this movie has to be done. This script has to be turned in in 20 minutes. <laughs> Whatever comes to mind, that's going in. Yeah. I love that. It's, Did it's you get so any much... your, uh, Jimmy t-shirts made up yet? I have not made any Jimmy t-shirts. I have designed one. I have not made them yet. Um, my fantasy is to put them for sale and then... Have the director of Disco Dancer come find me and confront me about yeah. what I've done. And you can have him on the show. Yeah, preferably on the show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the hope. Perfect way to get his attention. Savvy. But, uh, but I, I would argue that my shirt is not really violating. It just says Jimmy a couple, two or three times. And his face. And there's his face from the movie. That, 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 Strikes me as maybe an issue. Maybe a silhouette. Something he's. Mm. I have to see the movie. I wanted to wait and see the movie first time with the group. So I've been holding out. I'm a little in the dark. No, you need to get on it, sister. Homework. Um. Oh, there's my song. Yeah. 
And then doesn't this guy come back later on in the movie? Comes back later and talks some sense into full-grown Jimmy. Yeah. Who has guitar phobia. <laughs> I was thinking of recording my own version of this song. Oh, you should. And releasing it. That'd be sweet. New direction. Didn't well. Mia did a song that yeah, she did has shit. some. She did a cover, or it's just like a sample of it. It's kind of like both. Like she added lyrics to it, but it's like the same exact music. Like the song sounds exactly the same. I watched them. There's an Mia documentary that came out a couple of years ago, and I watched it over the weekend. How was it? Just as as a disco dancer completist, wanting to know everything about anyone tangentially associated with the film. Um, it's good. I like I like MIA quite a bit. Yeah. But I I can't decide whether uh, we would hit it off or not. Which is my first question about people that I would will probably never meet. Um, I take that back. Actually, I was five feet from her like in the last couple years but we did not meet ah. I feel like uh, blow the it opp- didn't, what's that? you have a chance to meet her and you let it get by or it was at the Sundance Film Festival oh. and she must have been there for that movie it was like yeah two three years ago and she was there sitting on a couch with some people and I just I didn't feel like the vibe was like I should walk over I should walk over there right now and be like, Hey, you're probably wondering who I am. I'm Dave. Probably the right move. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't do it, but um you know. Um well we have uh we have our guest coming up in a few minutes here, but we have um a surprise uh, check-in. I don't know if you can see this, Chris, but one Remy Evil Panda from Singapore yes. wanted to say hello. And I know he's, like, running around. It's in the future there. It's it's Tuesday morning. Should we uh, say hello to him real quick? Sure, yeah. Let's admit him. And then we also we have someone else uh, waiting to get on. I, got, I have an idea. Let's... Um, Jimmy's we'll on. Bring our guest. Um, oh, Jimmy's on. Let's put. Uh, yeah, go ahead with Remy. We. I. I put Derek in the uh, waiting room for a second. We'll grab him in a second just so we can get get Remy. Hi. Can you hear me? We can hear you. We can't see you, which is devastating. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Revy, Remy, Evil Panda. I combined everything. Yeah. There he is. Hey, man. Wow. Broad daylight. Remy Evil Panda from Evil Singing Pandas, uh, the Singaporean Thai heavy metal group. So, uh, guys, just, I need to just quickly share because my kids are with me right now. I'm currently in the Singapore Changi Airport in this famous Vortex Rain. Can you imagine this is an airport? You're indoors at an airport? Yeah, that's no. right. And you're getting sprayed on by stuff? No, no, no. This is the iconic Vortex Rain as part of the Singapore Changi Airport. It's like a mall, like a forest, like a mall. That was my guess, a mall, yeah. So are you, in, are you inside or you're outside right now? Inside the airport. This is the airport. 
That is indoors where you are right now. That's right. No kidding. And uh, I'm just going to zoom in a little bit closer to have a look at the Christmas decoration. <laughs> oh, wow. You've gone. They've really gone all out. That's right. And this is the newest offering from Singapore Changi Airport. Uh, because uh, Singapore Airport is more than just an airport. It's more than just a terminal to board planes. So you have families coming out for, you know, knickknacks for breakfast. You can buy things in a mall while waiting for your flight. And it's just a joy to be in the airport in Singapore. Hmm. I love it. What? So you're going to make a day of it there at the airport? You're not flying anywhere, are you? The international borders are so close. Uh, so no one is coming in or out unless you're on really, really important travels. Um, but you know what? This is the beauty of Singapore Airport in a sense. Because it attracts to both locals when they've got nothing to do over the weekends. You can just say, hey, let's go jewel and have a look, man. And uh, let's go buy some stuff and have dinner or lunch in, in, in the airport and just spend a day right there. Or it could be, it hey, we got two hours before our flight. Let's go check out the vortex rain. Oh, have a look at that. Oh, that's an awesome. So are you getting wet right now? No, I mean, I'm, I'm getting little drizzles, but... Uh, but, but yeah, I'm generally dry. So, meanwhile, this is my family just chilling out with the Christmas decorations. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. You're kind yeah. of ruining your heavy metal image by, uh, you know, having such a wholesome looking family, I have to say. I'm, I'm still very heavy metal and brutal. No. <laughs> milk. Milk. Oh, nice. Wait, she wants to say hello? You want to say hello? All right, this is, this is Layla. Oh, nice. Hi, Layla. Hello. She's gone. She's gone. So, so thanks for having Perish me. Perish every moment. What's thank that? Thank you so much for having me in the show. Um, yeah, I just thank you. One of the latest uh, offerings of Singapore Airport called the Vortex Train in this establishment called Jewel. So check it out. Google it. Changi Airport Jewel. It's loved by foreigners, it's loved by visitors, it's loved by locals too. Ju so Jewel like the Alaskan folk singer? Nope. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Alaskan folk singer Jewel. And yeah, so I'm just so looking forward to have you all in Singapore. So I can show this killer great airport to you. Oh, that's... Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be excellent. Wait, so... Uh, we were just talking about the hit movie Disco Dancer. You, you've recently converted to the movie as well, right? Oh, man. That movie is dope. <laughs> so, I love it. It's like the opening song just go on and on with the little kid and the, and the dancer just going on and on and on. I, I watched the part when uh, the, the kid got slapped by the millionaire. Yeah, That's yeah, he got slapped. A grown man slapped a child yeah. for yeah, okay, singing on his front lawn, which That's terrible. You know, you know, the kid had it coming. Well, he stole the well, guitar. Yeah, he did have it coming. He well, he oh. said I don't know that he did steal the guitar though. No, he didn't. He just got the shit beaten out of him for no reason. Boy, yeah, this that's the starting point in the movie. A 45-minute opening number. And then a grown man hits a child for no reason. 
Like, I, I like the song a lot. It's very catchy. It's very, very brainwashing. Uh, because I was watching it with my girl. It's like, Daddy, stop it, man. This is so violent for me, right? So I'm going to watch it at another time uh, for the whole show when all the kiddos are asleep. <laughs> you can do it. That's well. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a disco dancer watch party. Oh, when is that? We're 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 hatching a plan. You'll be the you'll be you'll be the first to know. All right. Thanks so much, man. Guys, I, I gotta run, man. The kiddos are waiting for me for breakfast. Okay. So. Well, thanks for thanks for checking in, Remy. Always a pleasure. You're uh, <laughs> the Singaporean amb- ambassador of the show. Oh wow! Shut down. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, um, have a good one. And, right. um Listen to Witch Chain. Check them out. Uh, my favorite song is Viking Heaven. And this yes. Witch Chain hoodie is sick. Well, I'm going to get one of those soon, okay? Okay, cool. Bye, Thank you, Remy. See you, Bye. Everyone, go listen to Evil Singing Pandas. Oh, actually, I accidentally almost reported Remy to Zoom. Good, <laughs> good. He's got it coming. It said, "What did Remy? What did Remy Evil Pandas do?" <laughs> what did he do? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! The, this the, the, the I reported him. Yeah, Zoom is asking you. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Yeah, he learned. I learned how to say a Wallowe. CB song means I can't remember something cool. Video games. Video games. Video games. You like them? Maybe you wish you had more time for them. Maybe you want to know the best ones to play. Maybe you want to know what happens to Mario when he dies. <laughs> In that case, you should check out Triple Click. It's a podcast about video games. A podcast about video games? But I don't have time for that. Sure you do. Once a week, kick back as three video game experts give you everything from critical takes on the hottest new releases to scoops, interviews, and explanations about how video games work to fascinating and sometimes weird stories about the games we love. Triple Click is hosted by me, Kirk Hamilton. Me, Jason Shire. And me, Maddie Myers. You can find Triple Click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at MaximumFun.org. Bye! Congratulations, you've won a ticket to attend an exclusive opportunity in a relaxing environment with two lovers. Wow. Well, this sounds like a sort of proposition of sorts, but really it's an ad for our podcast. Wonderful. It's a show we do here on Maximum Fun where we talk about things that we like and things that we're into. I'm Rachel McElroy, and you just heard Griffin McElroy, and we are excited for you to join us as we talk about movies and music and books. Things like sneezing or the idea of rain <laughs> can you get news or information you can use absolutely so. you cannot because we're here to talk to you about pumpernickel bread you can find new episodes on wednesdays so catch catch the wave should we bring our guests on it's 9 30 on the dot this show is yeah. pretty slick at least in terms of timing and things like that yes let's do it there he is, is. our guest derek humphrey Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm glad to get to know who Remy is. Oh yeah, he br- he brings a lot of heat. As you know, there's a whole you you just got like a an amuse bouche. <laughs> yeah. who he is he um he really portrays the uh image of being heavy and brutal with those children he does <laughs> he does well it's sort of like heavy metal 
it's sort of like ankle weights, you know, in a way, because he he has to, he has to work that much harder. Because right. <laughs> you know, he's got the kids; he's out getting breakfast. Yeah, and uh, you know, I was talking earlier about Bush Bushwick Bears podcast, and you're you have a a sweet Bushwick Bears podcast logo behind you oh yeah i have a um i made an investment in a green piece of cloth and i was chastised once for not using it properly so now it's constant promo uh, all the time it's work well i like it because that logo is really i i was admiring it earlier i like uh i like bears standing upright Right, yeah. Uh, it's the most intimidating position possible. Yeah, yeah. Attack to attack bears. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Do you have a whole? Is there a whole merch line? If not, there should be. We're we're slowly but surely putting it together. You know, um, it's been a thing for a. I mean, it was a stand-up show for a while, right? Yeah, the stand-up show forever. Yeah, and um, unfortunately, COVID shut it down, and so. Alas, um, we still wanted to like connect with our. We had like a pretty good fan base. We wanted to connect with people who knew us for the year, so we started doing the podcast thing. Nice, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. We carry over the same energy <clears throat> from the show, which is um, just bro time. You know, just a bunch of dumb idiot bears. <laughs> bear cans on your forehead. I, I like I like yeah. some nice bro time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, hopefully it'll come back as a live show one of these years. Um, so we'll see. In the meantime, in the meantime, like you, I'm pursuing my interest on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always have uh, computers, right? You know, yeah. Oh man, it's been a proven tool, it's so. catching on for sure. Yeah, where where are you now? Are you in Bushwick proper? No, I am in Woodside, Queens. Actually. Ooh, curveball! Yeah. yeah, Woodside Bears doesn't have the same ring to it. No, it doesn't. Yeah, when the show started, it was in Bushwick, and then when it ended, it was at the stand. Um, now it's it, now it's on your iTunes or Spotify apps um, <clears throat> uh, available, whatever. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, I'm in Woodside. It's great. It's, uh, you know, very quiet over this way. Where, yeah, are you, like in the, are you in the village? I feel like you strike me as a village guy. I, I do. I do live in the village, but I, I have been hiding out in a tiny town in Ohio. For That's right. You're months. Cleveland. You're, Cle- yeah, well, I'm, I'm about an hour outside of it. Okay. I grew up in Toledo. Oh, nice. Yeah, the other side of the lake there. Or Toledo or Akron West, as I like to call <laughs> yeah. it. Even that's less. A, even less than zip. <laughs> that's, a re- that's, a, that's a joke that only works in, like, the n- northern half of Ohio. Right, yeah. It's but very, it, yeah, it's a geographically specific. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, if we, were in a, if we were in, like, you know, a Hooters... In Lorain, Ohio, people would be like, "Whoa!" You oh yeah. yeah, that would be oh a Hooters in Lorain, Ohio. People would carry you out on their shoulders. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. But, but then I'm trying to imagine the circumstances. What stars would have to align? 
to wind up in a Hooters in Lorain, Ohio. I mean, yeah, that would be a celestial event, really. <laughs> That'd be pretty amazing. I've never been to Hooters. Have you guys been to Hooters? Oh yeah, yeah. I I have been. I think once. I don't know if there is any more. I mean, I know I've been at least once. I should say, and um, I went for a birthday party. Uh, my own birthday party, I should be clear. <laughs> I don't know why. I just buried, just made it. Could have been anyone's. It was my own birthday party. But I had just moved to New York, and it was my birthday, and uh, thus the party. And I was, I don't know, somehow it was, it was like 5 o'clock, and we're like, where should we have it? And And then someone said hooters and i was just i had enough youthful ignorance still left inside me to say like let's do it right <laughs> and um my only complaint about hooters that i would say well two complaints and you probably see one of them coming a mile away is uh the the women at hooters they wear these like sausage casings on their legs Oh, yeah, that spandex thing that's on there. They wear, like, really thick... Wait, so Chris and Des, you have not been to Hooters? I have. So, yeah, they wear, like, these really thick, shiny... And it's uh, also, it's like a brown hue. Yeah. It's just a weird... I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying... like, oh, they should show us their legs. <laughs> like, I'm just saying that it looks, whatever it is, it's So you strange. feel ripped off. You feel ripped off by the experience. <laughs> they could wear, like, a baggy sweatpants. That would be fine. But, I, yeah, I feel like the the weird leggings are jarring to me, and I don't know. They seem medical. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like they, they seem like there's a condition, and they're like some weird compression garments of some sort. People in and, the chat are saying their fried pickles are amazing. Is that true? Wow. There's, Ooh. I wouldn't know. Um, <clears throat> I only get the wings. Their wings, and this could have been just a night that I was there, mm-hmm. but um. Uh, the wings I didn't think that were were that good. You would think that no. they would make, they would get you know. Let's focus and make have good wings at this wing restaurant. I think the uh, last time I went was in the Navy, and um, <clears throat> there was like always. I lived in a military town. There's always like a competing market for like who could who could offer the cheapest worst deal available to get sailors to come in there and hooters sometimes won you know they'd be like you know, oh yeah like 10 wings for a dollar plus like a three dollar coors light or something like that yeah you can <clears throat> i mean i would be on my way yeah. <laughs> it, it seems irresponsible not to be right. so well that's amazing i don't think i knew until tonight that you were uh, a firefighter in the Navy. That's pretty amazing. Oh, uh, thank you. Um, it was, yeah, it was cool. Uh, <clears throat> I said, yeah, like it was amazing. It was. Um, it, 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 it was. I mean. It, <laughs> yeah, pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think it's amazing. Well, I, it's, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. It's, it's, um, it's a, it's an odd compliment to take. Um, 
because uh, um, I, you know, um, I don't know necessarily like how people view that sort of thing nowadays. Um, and then also, um, you know, um, I was like, you know, doing a job. Um, and it was a fun job, but, uh, it was still, you know, like a job kind of at the end of the day. I, it's not one of those things where like, you don't want to brag about it. Like you like want to hold it over people's heads either. I would totally yeah. hold it over. People's <laughs> you should head. play that. I keep telling you, you got to play the veteran card as much as possible. I didn't use to until I got pulled over by the cops a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in the military, I would show, and I got pulled over, I would show my military ID, and it got me out of most tickets. But then uh, a couple years ago, I was leaving a show in Bushwick in my wife's car, and um, her front light was out. I got pulled over, and I happened to have an unpaid um, open container ticket from a few years before i got unpaid 25 dollars ticket and the cops arrested me um, no way for, yeah i had a bench warrant for a 25 dollars ticket and the cops arrested me for it oh, the, cop, the cop it was like a junior cop and he was like handcuffing me and he pulled out my um uh my keychain my dog tags around my keychain he's like oh, i wish you would have told me you're a veteran we wouldn't have to go through this i'm like i wish you didn't have to tell me you're a cop you know, like, <laughs> like the oh, that's that's scary because I I have an open container and a riding a bike on a sidewalk. To, I'm going to jail. Do you? Really? If I ever step out of line from New York or Ohio? From New York. Oh yeah. If you how from how long ago? Uh, probably like at least ten years ago. Uh, they might, they might not. No, no, that might have, that might have passed the statute of limitations. You know, I think you could rob a bank so. and then, like seven years later, you're good. All right, this is good to know. <laughs> I, I, I only say this because, like, I also don't say I'm ever proud in any sense of myself because I've also been arrested like three times on bench warrants now. So it's not like I'm a great person. Um. <laughs> Do you mind telling us what you've been arrested for? You don't have to tell us. Oh, just like dumb things. Like one time I left my car in a park in Ohio, like, and I left it there past dark. So I never paid the ticket for that. So I got pulled over another time and they're like, you have this outstanding warrant. We have to arrest you. Oh, so man. I got arrested. For, I know. Yeah. It's just dumb stuff. You know, it's uh -huh. more like crimes of stupidity. Than it is. <laughs> I'm not, it's not, I'm too dumb to be a mastermind of any sort. That's for sure. Um, that's, that's still though. You got to wrap though. I do have a wrap. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Chris and Des. Wait, have you guys been arrested? Dave and Des? Yeah. I've not it, been it, No offense, Des. You, you do give off that vibe a little bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he does, right? Anything down. No, not at all. It's all out there. Des, are you, you're a musician? No, not at all. I'm just a friend of Dave's. You uh, play You play music? That's far cry from a musician, though. I mean, If you play an instrument, you're a musician. It's a done deal. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yes, I'm a musician. You get you give off that vibe for sure. That's, yeah, a, good, has, that's a good thing, yeah. He has a rock look about it. Try to keep it comfortable up here, you know? That's all. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I, I give off a vibe of like I'm behind on um, child support. So like anything <laughs> north of that, like <laughs> I'm always envious of. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good vibe though. That's a guy that I want to have wings with. You know, <laughs> at Hooters. <laughs> at Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's shitting on the wings at Hooters in the chat right now. As well, they should. No, no one likes them, but I thought that well, was the like real problems are service. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what everyone always says. Oh, their wings are so good. So I would assume that they'd be like, no, they're bad. They're breaded. I think you gotta say something's good so that they're not openly talking about the women. So yeah, right. I yeah, I hate when they good bread point. them and then just like put sauce over them. Yeah, that's breaded wings are bullshit wings. Mm-hmm. I don't. You know, I don't think. Uh, is that a controversial thing to say? I mean, I'm, I'll say it. If it is controversial, I'll, I'll still say it. You plant your flag. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't. I don't mind. No, they're they're bullshit wings. <clears throat> and um, I don't know. Maybe I'll take my business to the tilted kilt, <laughs> which I still have. The thing about the tilt. Do you guys know the tilted kilt? You, no. Uh-uh. You mentioned it like. A while ago, but I don't remember anything. I I have wanted to go to the Tilted Kilt ever since I heard about it. It's uh, apparently like a a Scottish-themed, basically Hooters, but like a Scottish version. Pretty much. So I'm in, uh, giving my affinity for Scotland. But then the thing about Hooters, do you think, well... You know, they have the owl and the logo, but you know they're, like, suggesting it's a place for boobs to uh, check out boobs and some sort of presentation in a T-shirt. We, I don't know why I act like I don't know how they're presented. But Tilted Kilt is a reference to, I believe, uh, a guy having a boner. Oh, that makes sense. Oh. So it's revolting, it's, but it makes sense. It seems weird that they would uh, highlight at a place where the waitresses are attractive and they're, that's what they're trying to sell you, that they would name themselves after a boner. So the waiters walk around no? boners in their kilts? The waitresses, they have young, attractive waitresses who... Oh, okay. I was... I have, right, uh, right, right, right. You're going to get a boner in your kilt. You're going to get a boner while you're there eating wings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, I was thinking know. that it was just, it was like the opposite of, like, it was all men, it was all male waiters in kilts, and they all had boners walking around. Uh, yeah, they... I'd, uh, I'd rather visit that restaurant. The, yeah. the one where the guys are just rock hard, though, <laughs> yeah. just walking around. I would just be jealous of, like, man, you guys are really impressed. <laughs> they have to they have to take Viagra before each shift, and then you know, like, your food's ready because you feel like a poke <laughs> at your shoulder blades. Like, when you turn on the waiters there. The most impressive waiters. waiter can carry his tray on his boner. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I would go. I would, I would like to see that. You know, for sure. If the depends how the wings are, I guess. <laughs> um, wait, is, so uh, is Toledo? Is that Northeast Ohio? Northwest Ohio. Northwest. Yeah. Ohio. God damn yeah. it, Chris! What yeah. a fucking yeah. yeah. We, we could do up. the four one nine. 
the 419 that's right absolutely that's gonna i thought we could do the northeast ohio crime blotter with Derek, but he's from west ohio. well we could just as easily uh i feel like i'm willing to make an exception and look up uh toledo i feel like the toledo police blotter i'm pulling it up here I read the Toledo police blotter instead of going to the high school reunion. Just uh... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to say I feel like the uh, I feel like it's the crimes in Toledo are probably a little hairier than uh... Oh, then what goes uh, yeah, probably maybe a little bit more so. Because, <clears throat> you know, it's um don't That's part of the wrong. reason. Yeah, it's part of the reason I left um, was because it wasn't cool. Yeah, Toledo is sort of like uh, it's like Cleveland without all the glitz, <laughs> without all the culture. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Let's see if I can find. Actually, I take that back. Toledo has one of the best museums in the world. It's weird. It's Toledo does the best museum in the best zoo, and those of us. And I always use Cedar Point as a Toledo thing if you're not from Ohio because they'll never know any better. <laughs> oh yeah, Sandusky. Yeah. I can't find the uh Toledo. The police blot the Cleveland the the Toledo blotter. I do have I do hear the, the crime blotter music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's your song, yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> what did Derek, you say? the 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 Crime blotter is is uh, we read from America's lesser crimes that just so happen to have taken place in northeastern Ohio. Oh yeah. Um, I'll g- we can give you a taste. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. pretty good. I have not checked these. Oh, and this is a subscriber exclusive. <laughs> this is how they get you. I didn't know. I don't believe I'm a subscriber. You are now. Oh shit! This oh fucking hell. Paywall bullshit. They just did a paywall on me. There was a drunk oh. guy in a shopping cart. Open it at uh, incognito window. That usually does the trick. What's okay. an incognito? Okay. What? What is that? You guys. This oh, is... I know you're talking about. Sorry. <coughs> Excuse me. What's an incognito? Um, it's so you can go on websites and it doesn't track your history or anything. Chris does a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like real perv behavior. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was just the standard, like that everyone knew about incognito. But... Chris's browser is set to incognito. <laughs> it's like the default is... For a second, I thought you said Chris's browsers is set to incognito. Well, so no. you can you can get past paywalls? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Because uh, this is, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. I'll spend the money if we have to. But they've put the entire Cleveland police blotter behind a paywall. Bastards. Probably yeah. thinking, like, well, who's, who are the three guys on earth who read the Cleveland police blotter? <laughs> Let's see if we can... Bilk them for some cash. Well, here we are, guys. Is it part of a larger newspaper? It was originally part of the Cleveland Plain Dealer. Plain Dealer, yeah. Which has been, and then 
which has been gutted. And I don't even understand how. It's just this whole... The Plain Dealer exists in some form still. And then there's Cleveland.com, which covers Cleveland stuff. But it's like... Uh, it's a it's a, like a non-union thing. Oh, okay. But And now it's behind a paywall, so we can't find out what happened with two men summoned to court after fighting in pizzeria. I would like to hear about that. I would like is, to know. How much is the subscription? Uh, man accused of threatening Taco Bell employees. Mm. I'd pay upwards of $75 a month for this information. <laughs> yeah, here, the, okay, the paywall's coming up now. Weekend delivery included in there? Please or? subscribe. No, it says, oh, fucking hell. It's ten, $10 a month or $100 per year. Well, Chris, we have some tough choices to make. Do you have the um, the corporate credit card? Yeah, I might have to the corporate credit card. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask, do you have the $10? <laughs> oh, man. This is, I'm enraged. I'm telling I can't, you, incognito window will solve that trick. I don't know these things. I don't. <laughs> you, you use Chrome, right? I use. I do use Chrome. Just go to where you know, like, like go to File and then New Incognito Window, and then just put that link in. There. I don't know if I trust this. <laughs> Derek, do you trust this? What he's saying? I do trust this. File New Incognito Window. Okay. And then copy. ooh, you've you've gone incognito. Is this? Is this? Am I now on the dark web? <laughs> well, I've never been on the dark web. I don't know what. What is the dark web, Derek? Do you know what the dark? We, you look like a guy who might know what the dark web is. That's I not do. a judgment. <laughs> I spend a lot of time on the regular web, which tells me about the dark web. Which is, I was looking up the incognito thing, and you can't get through in the incognito, Chris. Oh, oh fucking hell. Yeah. The dark web, it seems like that's where a lot of Nicolas Cage movies take place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, what's that movie? 8mm? Yeah. yeah. Or Snake Eyes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Just seedy, like, gross. Whatever you need, that's where you find it. Yeah. 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 But then the incognito window, the browser is black. It makes you feel like you're doing something wrong. Going underground. I feel like Edward Snowden every time I open up one of those. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm getting ready to expose someone's secret like in Swordfish. <laughs> oh man. I'm working for I'm working for John Travolta. <laughs> I'm just I've never heard of this until tonight, this incognito window. Yeah, it's gonna change your life. Yeah. Can I just check my email using an incognito window? Yeah, yeah, you can do anything. And now you won't even know. So I won't even know. I won't even. <laughs> someone will be like, "Hey, I, I emailed you about this." I'm like, "There's, I couldn't great. possibly know." I. <laughs> but you wrote back. That is interesting. Like, if somebody requests like a red receipt, but it's in an incognito browser, do they see that you read it? Oh. Yeah, oh, good, question. good question. I feel like this is a question for like Neo. <laughs> they, read it, but they might not know what machine you read it on. Yeah, good point. The incognito keeps that information off of that particular 
Yeah. Right. You won't save any passwords or anything. Right. Uh, Can I join, like, chat on message boards I've been kicked off of and stuff? Probably, yeah. Not Twitter, but... I would say, yeah, what about Twitter? <laughs> no. <laughs> got back on Twitter faster. <laughs> no, I'm... I've, a friend of mine says is now saying he feels that he has the connections to get me back on Twitter, get my old account back. And he feels like he would be willing to try for me now that Trump is leaving office. Because he feels, he said, he didn't trust me before. (laughs) But he's like, now you don't. So So you can get your account back, you just can't. He's saying, like, if I get it back, do you promise not to antagonize people? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I, I, back to I, I, I think I could do it. Like, last week, I was on Instagram, and someone posted something that I took umbrage with. Um, and I had had a couple drinks. Oh. And I, want, I was like, oh, I'm going to say something. <laughs> Uh, and and I didn't. I controlled myself, and I was, you know, I'd had a couple of drinks, so I thought maybe I can do it. That's a victory right there. Yeah. yeah. But enough about me and my legal problems. <laughs> Not legal problems. I want to back. I want to back it up, Derek. So when did you? When you were in? Do you, do you mind if I if we go back and talk about the Navy? Yeah, let's go for it. Um, you you were in in two thousand five. You did that. Or no, uh, two thousand to two thousand five. Yeah, I joined in two thousand. Um, October seventeenth of two thousand. Oh wow! Time, excuse me, is when I um was when I signed up and then I actually left um a couple of days after my birthday, January. <clears throat> oh wow! Two thousand one. So, what made you um? What made you decide to join? Um, the Toledo Crime Blotter, if you ever oh. look at it. <laughs> um, it's too much. No, it's just um, growing up like a, you know, in a, a Rust Belt town, I had, no, I had no idea like how to get out. Like I really wanted to move to Chicago and do like sketch comedy, but I never knew anybody you know, how to do that shit. And I wanted to get out of Toledo and it was like, well, what's the, what's the, the way you get out? You know, when you're like a poor kid with no like connections or anything like that. So I just like joined the yeah. name. Because I read a lot and I just want to get out and explore the world. And, oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So it was like, you know, it was either that or, or, or who knows, or, you know, get married or start <laughs> something. <laughs> something. I don't know. Like, we had our 20 year anniversary for high school not that long ago and somebody was already a grandma so it's wow. like that's like the kind of like well, yeah that's so that's what you wanted to get away from yeah 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 so <clears throat> uh yeah so i wanted i wanted to get out i want to see the world i was like there's no way i'm gonna there's no other way like a kid like me is gonna be able to travel and see i'm not, i wasn't ingenuitive enough you know, there are other people who are rap scallion enough to put rap together, like, yeah, to stow away on trains or on boats and stuff like that. Join the circus or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not me. I'm, I'm too dumb. So. I think you made the best choice. That seems like, uh, you know, a good way to 
travel. I think that's pretty cool. It was, I mean, like, the, the actual job of being in the Navy was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like, um, just sailing. I mean, like, being out to sea. And, you know, I got to go through, like, the Straits of Gibraltar and um, the Suez Canal. And, like, one point I saw a geyser in the middle of the ocean with nothing else for hundreds of miles around. You just don't ever see this sort of thing, like, anywhere else. You know, and, like, it, it was just a cool experience. I wouldn't really trade for anything. That's amazing. What causes that? Just, like, currents or something? No, so it was just, like, the tip of a mountain in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of... And I have a Polaroid camera um, photo, oh, wow. yeah, that I took of it. This is, you know, way before cell phones. And I used to get disposable cameras back then. Mm-hmm. So. That's wild. And then, so you, you wound up being a firefighter in the Navy? Yeah, I tested um, really high for the ASVAB, but then again, when they're like... What's the ASVAB? Oh, that's I, like the standardized test for the military. Okay. It's like the, I mean, I know. I just wanted you to explain it to Chris. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, I didn't know. Um, and I tested really high, and then they wanted me to see if I could do some high-clearance jobs, but um, I had a police incidents at the time when I was young, so... Um, not just the bench warrant stuff, but I've just been like, I've just been a troubled youth. And so like, we can't really let you around anything, you know, expensive or whatever, but you can like, you know, fight fires and pick up missiles. So yeah, that's what I did. That's cool. Yeah, yeah so it was, it was fun. It's less than a, a year and then nine eleven happened. And how soon after that did you go to Iraq? Um, well, uh, 9-11 happened. We were one of, like, my ship was one of the first ships to, like, respond to it, in a sense. Mm-hmm. We were off the coast of Virginia. We, we, we went up, and then uh, we were gone for three weeks after 9-11 without, like, coming back in or anything. It was, like, a, a whole... It was a whole ordeal. Like, we had no idea where we were going to be or anything like that. But then um, within, uh, I think it was like another 18 months or something like that, we were on our way over to uh, the Middle East. Mm-hmm. It was like They hadn't really said it yet, but we knew it was coming. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, so it was, a, it was a pretty brief period of time. And uh, that's actually like, I was on the very first ship to fire missiles into Baghdad. And that was like the time that I knew I was like done with the military because I really didn't agree with it. Mm-hmm. And for the last um, eight, for like the last 18 months I was in, I was basically almost like a conscientious objector to being in at that point. Cause to be honest, like the Navy was fun and I was really thinking about doing it for like 20 years. You could do a lot of cool shit. You can jump out of airplanes. You can go underwater diving. They'll take you around the world and travel. But like once we started to just, be further involved in like a lot of these like bullshit wars and everything like that not that we haven't been before but like it's just getting worse Mm -hmm. like everybody hated america it was becoming less easy to travel and it just and then also like i just didn't believe in that war so i was um not happy being involved with it yeah that's why i got out and um and that's why I'm um, a comedian with a <laughs> with a green screen behind me. <laughs> yeah, in fact, next month, if I'd stayed in next month, I would be retired. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that hurts when you look at your... How long did you end up ultimately serving altogether? 
Five years. Wow. Yeah, four of it was voluntary. There was uh, I got extended like nine, nine, ten months um, because I was actually pretty good at my job, and they wanted to keep me around to like make sure that they're ready to go back out to sea and stuff. So that's always fun to find out right before you're getting ready to get out. They're like, we're going to keep you longer than you thought. <laughs> Wait, so like they, like you wanted to, you, you could have left and then they were like, no, not so fast. Yeah, they. it was just um, they had like operational commitments that they had to fulfill and stuff like that. When you sign up for the military, you actually sign up for eight years, four years of active duty, and then four years of inactive reserve. And that four years of inactive reserve is like if anything happens, you're the first, instead of drafting people, they're just going to bring you back, you know? Oh. Yeah. And so they can extend you while you're still in up to eight years. You can sign up thinking you're doing four, but if there's a war that goes on, you actually might not get out until like eight years after. And that's, I think, what happened to like a lot of Army guys and Marine guys and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so those guys i feel especially bad for but fortunately enough for me like i was i was essential to my ship but i wasn't essential to the overall thing so i was able to negotiate my way out of there eventually mm-hmm. it was by being a little rap scallion <laughs> like being like pulling pranks on on the boat yeah, just well, just being a um, a loudmouth with my opinions, or like, yeah, just like being, um, you know, out of order at times. But, Can they do anything, or they just get annoyed? They just get annoyed, and also I wouldn't push it to the point of disrespect. But like, I also didn't, you know, if I didn't like something, I also just didn't stop holding it back. Uh huh. You know, so I think at a certain point, by the end of it, they're happy to see me go. You get get out of here. Yeah. You get to participate in Fleet Week at any point. Oh, in Boston, yeah. Oh, in Boston, we did. We did Boston. We did the Fourth of July after nine eleven in Boston. I didn't pay for a single drink <laughs> the whole time I was there. Yeah, it was awesome. <clears throat> Wait, Went so hung out at Harvard. Most kids aren't that smart. <laughs> no, that was my safety school. Right, hell yeah, nailed it. <laughs> um, but what? Is, what is Flea Week? Is, what is? That's when everyone can cut loose, right? Is that the general idea, or there's more behind it? Yeah, I, I only ever participated in one, but it's basically you pull into like you know one of the big cities that you can pull into, and um, you know it's a port visit within America, and then like you know people are you know appreciative of you, they can come check out the ship and stuff like that. So the thing to do is to wear a uniform the whole time and get free drinks. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know how it would go uh, here anymore in New York necessarily. I mean, I've never seen. I've never been around. I even when I was really in the Navy, I wasn't a big debauch guy. Um, so I don't see like uh, I don't see as much of it around here. I haven't. I think seen, it is. Like, I think it is still pretty big. I mean, is it? Not this year, but I, I remember like any time I was in Manhattan during Fleet Week, like seeing a ton of yeah. people walking around in uniform. That's probably the thing. I haven't been to Manhattan in forever. <laughs> next Fleet Week. Next Fleet Week, I'm going to wear my old uniform. <laughs> oh, that was my next question. Do you get to keep the uniforms? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> if I ever want my kid to wear them or something like that, but like I, uh, I could never fit into them ever again. But that that's not a bad idea though. Just be like, throw it on, go grab some free drinks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But people nights. do that. They must. Oh, they have to. They have to. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I would hate to get called out for that, though. I know. Could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> like, sailor, you're looking a little old and fat there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how your, all your buttons around your little sailor pants don't fit anymore. <laughs> the only thing I really wear consistently is my pea coat. I still wear that, but. Um, Outside of that, um, not too much else. <clears throat> well, a corn cob pipe on a corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can can Chris borrow your? What if we What if we just sent Chris out? Mm. Do some recon. He does look like shipwreck a little bit from GI Joe. <laughs> I could see it. Yeah. So well, I'll just walk around and what hit on women or. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what I want to see you do. Stand <laughs> on women. I want to see how that goes. <laughs> Not be a pretty sight. Yeah. I'd like to see you hit on a woman for the first time in, what, 10 years? <laughs> 15. Hey, uh, what do you think of Baby Yoda? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. Oh, look what I just got this. Uh, my friend Jen Waring made that Christmas ornament. Ah, oh, cool. What? Oh, he's wearing a mask? Baby Yoda with a mask on. Jen's a sweetheart. Yeah. I love that. She has an Etsy shop. Just like you, Dave. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I, th- I, I, and this is not a judgment on your friend, but I feel like just having an Etsy shop, I'm, I'm, uh, I feel like I'm becoming closer to be. To being like a mother of three in Denver. <laughs> I feel shame having an Etsy shop. <laughs> or should I embrace it? Embrace it. I don't have anything in the Etsy shop right now. But folks, if you're if, soon, I'll put something in the Etsy shop. <laughs> I think isn't, it's a... What's that? Oh, I, I, isn't Etsy for like making crafts? Yeah. 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 Uh, it, yeah, I got into some crafting during the oh, pandemic. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I started painting some things. and But the, it's a curse, though, because I didn't want to do it because I was like, I don't want to get caught up in the ugliness of Etsy, <laughs> the, the mean streets of Etsy. And sure enough, I became consumed by it. And I, I didn't. There's a lot of Etsy drama, like amongst Etsy sellers. Well, uh, I wasn't going to bring this up, but I have a story for you. I, as you may have seen, I basically, Derek, there's a flea market the next town over, and I just go there and buy random objects and paint them, paint shit on them just to pass the time. (laughs) And so there was a guy with a bunch of baseballs use baseballs so i bought their dollar each i shouldn't say that because people are going to be like oh it's quite a markup on your painted baseballs but i don't (laughs) i don't pass the savings on i'm putting in the work on that baseball (laughs) plus a base everyone knows a baseball is not that expensive right anyway so i buy buy some baseball i bought some baseballs the baseball man is gone you go one week the guy you may never see that guy again Mm -hmm. 
So it's not like I have an unlimited supply. Anyway, they like they tour flea markets. Like, like the baseball guy goes. We you have to assume, right? This is work. So, but so someone bought a baseball that I had painted, and then they said someone someone entirely separately from Etsy emailed them saying, "I'm Dave Hill." I see you bought a painted baseball. I've never painted a baseball in my life. Can you please uh, cancel the the purchase? Is another Dave Hill? Doesn't make sense. I I doesn't make any sense. And this woman was saying how upset she was. It all worked. Not she wasn't like. I'm sure she was getting on with her day just fine. But I was sure to her. I said, "I'm sending you a baseball. Don't worry." But I just still don't know who this person is so if i may please i i I almost mentioned this to chris the other day because i knew it couldn't be but there's i listened to a sports podcast they advertised a gambling podcast with a guy named dave hill and i almost texted chris and said is this can't possibly be dave's Strikes me as a gambler of hearts, not a gambler of money. <laughs> <laughs> and so I didn't even bother. But I'm wondering if I'm wondering if that guy has a Google alert set up for his name, so that every time something like that comes up, so he's he might be paranoid. He might think he might be like big enough or paranoid enough to like you know wonder like what's being done in my name. Interesting. Perhaps possible. A theorem. You know, that it seems, I mean, that's the best uh, of the many of the, my mind has been racing ever since this, <laughs> that's been the best. Uh, best I want to get in on this investigation. I want to track this down. Well, you know, I feel like, you know, you've been in the military. Yeah. You've been on the wrong side of the law mm-hmm. also. So between those two things, I feel like you probably do have some capacity for police work. Little detective ship for sure. Yeah, somewhere in there. But yeah, so I don't know. Just saying, it's not all. Uh, it's not all, or you know, Yoda, baby Yoda, Christmas ornaments on Etsy. It's ugly. Um, when did someone, you? Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. We have someone in the in the waiting room uh, who's been trying to get on. Oh, dare we? Should we, uh, Des? Do we have anyone on hold? Has you have Jimmy. Speaking of, oh, oh we, we should we should check in with Jimmy. We haven't talked to Jimmy in a while. Jimmy, you there? Yeah. Hey, Des. How you doing, man? Good. Hey, Jimmy. You're you're on with our guest Derek Humphrey, and then me of hey, course. Hey, Chris. How are you? Good. How you doing? Hey, Derek. Hey, what's up, man? Pleasure. What's happening, Chris? How are you, man? Good. Good. I'm hanging in, you know. You sound great. Getting ready for the... <laughs> getting ready for Saturnalia, which I really don't do anything during it. It's, you know, I don't drink anymore. I don't really gamble. It's just... What, what is Saturnalia? Does anyone know? I mean, Jimmy, presumably. Roman holiday... Oh, classic mm. period is like all through the empire. I think though, actually, through the republic through the empire. Is it Star Wars? Um, step 
No, no, no. Italy. I mean, uh, yeah, it, Rome, you know, Italy. The Roman Empire. Post-Etruscan, if you will. Sure. But uh, it starts September 17th and would go on till December 23rd. So it, it was pretty cool. It was a lot of role reversal, like... Uh, Wealthy uh, Romans would allow their servants or slaves even to run the household or be served, if you will. Hmm. For for no. two two or three months straight? No, 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 no. December, seven days. December 17th. Oh, I misheard you. December 23rd. Oh, oh okay. I thought you said September. So... Hey. I'm interested in it. I think it's cool. I'm sure people were boxed off their ass, too, in addition, you know, that it was in general. Uh, hey, know, Jimmy, you know, I I hate to interrupt you. I know you're in the middle of talking about this and, you know, we're interested, but it drives me, you know, whenever we have you on the line, I as, as I've told you in the past, you have the voice of an angel. And... Uh, you're too kind. It just seems, especially, you know, Derek's first time on the show, he's not familiar. Uh, you have the voice of an angel, and it seems like just a shame not to at least get a few bars out of you before you continue sure. on with sure. talking about Saturnalia. Is there any chance, we, you know, I, I don't mean to derail your story, but if there's any chance you could just give us just a taste of something. No, cool. And Derek, thank you for your service, sir. Oh, oh, thank you. Except for the fact there were no WMDs in there, except that's not your fault. That was the higher-ups. I completely agree with you. But thank you for it. So, okay, let me just put the phone out a little bit and uh, try to get some acoustics. Yeah, let it breathe. Up on Cripple Creek, she sends me if I spring a leak. She mans me. I don't have to speak. Oh. Jimmy, do we lose him? I went to turn up the reverb in it. Uh, Jimmy, I I apologize if you're listening. Uh, give us a call back if you can. Uh, I haven't heard him sing that one yet. That was that was good. He has a repertoire. It's a shame. Wow, every time it's something something about. She put together a mix. The sing out of something about it. I don't know. We got to get those phone lines fixed. I'm sorry, guys. Um. Anyway, uh, I was I was impressed. Yeah, I mean, you hear it and you think, you know, the guy's got a gift. Yeah. So for it's a, sure, where, where's where was he calling in from? Here in Jersey. In Jersey, mm-hmm. Carney. Oh, here we uh, on the Zoom. We have Gary. Hey. Hello, hello, hello. Elvira Canaveral. Very good to see you, folks. Likewise. Uh, I want to thank uh, Derek not only for his service, but even more for his conscience. It's uh, <laughs> when we have people in sensitive positions, we need those people asking the questions. Oh, I, thank, I thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. I, I once was uh, I was flying down to Comic Con in San Diego, and uh, the person sitting next to me uh, was somebody working in. Uh, uh, genetic tracing and genetic identification, and she was offered a job by the, uh, the then at that time Bush administration uh, to, you know, kind of 
uh, implement that. And uh, she wasn't, she was really questioning the morality of the position and whether or not she should take it. And I told her I'd rather have somebody with those questions in that position than somebody just in that position. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, because part, part of the thing about being a soldier is that they, they build a new fundamentalism for you. You know, the, the, the service is your new Bible, is your new core. It's, mm-hmm. you know, and with fundamentalism, you're making a, a book do the thinking for you. And it's outside of yourself. And what we need are the people that are in the situation going, well, maybe we shouldn't kill all these people. You know, so I want to thank you for that. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> It's also one of those things that uh, uh, humor and storytelling helps, uh, you know, for, for me, going on stage is therapy, mm-hmm. uh, except for this time I get paid. And, uh, <laughs> and like therapy, you don't have to uh, worry about the other half of the conversation. So it's very kind of liberating to, to, to have that. Um, what that's, how my, that's how my wife feels, too. Uh, well, that's that, that's the thing to ask is like my wife is very kind of very no nonsense karate master dojo style, mm-hmm. uh, and I am the uh, the opposite. How how, how is your dynamic? Uh, oh, with my wife? Yeah. Oh, she calls the shots, and then I just act like I I do stuff. Um, my wife, she has she she's great. She has this great thing that she does now where she tells me that um, I'm not shit. And um, <laughs> as in you're you're not shit. As in like you ain't as, shit. Uh, as like you ain't shit. Like you are like oh. yeah yeah. She's um she's she's a real firecracker. And um, yeah. And then conversely, also it's like I wouldn't be shit without her. Um, you know, and no other woman would ever you know bother to ever <laughs> date or marry me. I'm a total fucking loser. You know, and then. Uh, also, conversely, every woman I ever talked to for more than two minutes is potentially trying to sleep with me. So it's a real great dynamic um, that we have <laughs> yeah. going on. I've learned the power of just acting stupid, because if you act like you don't know what's going on, it's usually true. So you can just have, you're like, oh, I was just waiting for you to tell me what I should do. Right. Yeah. 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 Or you do exactly what they tell you to do, even though you, you know it's it may be wrong, but, you know. You're, you're following it through like a good core member. You just do it, and then, you know, you let them live with the consequences. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Elvira, I can't yeah. help but notice you have that uh, bass ukulele there. It seems oh, yeah. like the That's pretty sick, yeah. Not get it, to get, give it, get a few bars out of you. Well, I got my uh, AI backup band, so we'll see what we can get out of you here. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What is going on with? The, I don't understand. This seems to be like any. My fault. Anytime any something musical happens, the system. Too much heat. Is that it? I don't understand it. They're just. Oh, okay. just I think pattern. we might need to switch off of Zoom. I think it's, uh, it's like so many of the platforms that you know. I apologize, Elvira Canabra, but thank you so much for zooming in. If anyone, we have a few minutes left here. If anyone wants to zoom in, 
there in the comment section of the YouTube video. The Zoom link is there, or give us a call at 347-474-0260. Yeah, it's funny. He uh, brought up the, maybe I brought up the wife thing, but my wife and I actually came to see one of your shows, Dave, when we were dating, when I first moved to New York. And uh, I was trying to get the lay of the land. And you had a show at UCB Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of that show? I'm trying to remember. It was called The Dave Hill Explosion. Yes. Thank you. And one time I came and you had Kristen Johnson on yeah. as a guest. And she read a letter from a stalker. Oh, and yeah. then, yeah. And then she singled me out in the crowd and gave me the letter. And um, in front, my wife and I were dating. And so, yeah, I definitely use that to make my wife feel very jealous. Um, Wow. So so was it good that, like, when you left, was she into you or or mad at you? Oh, she was, it was both. It was a little mix of both. It was the perfect storm, right? I I knew we were going to get married by that point anyways, but it was cute for me to, to, um, to show off <clears throat> oh yeah that i the big goofy giant was singled out believe it or not <laughs> i like that yeah i um who i'm trying to think who was the was there a musical guest that night you were doing music that night i was yeah it was a real treat that seems brazen of me <laughs> um hmm. you did that show for a while right i did i did it from uh the end, I think I started doing it in 2000, the end of 2005? No. The end of two, maybe two, I started in 2005 at some point, I think. I think, and then I did it till, I don't even know, 2012 or 13 or something? I'm like that, yeah. And I moved here I, in 2012. <laughs> Well, so you mo- oh, you moved there in 2000. Oh, yeah, I moved here. Yeah, I moved in New York in 2012. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, yeah, that I probably makes been, sense. Yeah. yeah, I was doing it and then I never like stopped. I just remember like I just stopped booking the shows. I just stopped. <laughs> I never cancel it. Like, I think I just, yeah, I just let I'm it sure. fade into the Peter distance. <laughs> and now the theater's gone. Yeah. Yeah. All, I mean, UCB East closed too. There, right? there is no UCB in New There's York. There's no UCB there? in New York anymore. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, not even the school or the the any of the theaters. Oh, the Hell's though. Kitchen one closed too, though, right? Like they're yeah. it's done, right? Mm-hmm. There was a there was a I can't remember what website did something about all the the businesses that have closed in New York in 2020, and they like framed it as like because of 2020 but you see a lot of them were like already closed but ucb's been closed for a while now right mm. i think uh well they moved it was in they, trouble beforehand yeah they like moved yeah. from chelsea to hell's kitchen and i don't think hell's kitchen ever really caught on um and then it used to be east closed and then they stopped doing courses and everything which i think is the only way that they make money i hope my credits transfer <laughs> Gotta transfer them over to the magnet yeah. or to the pit. The pit, yeah. <clears throat> Neil's on hold, real quick. 
Who's on hold? Neil's from uh, our Canadian friend. Oh, wow. This is the pride of Merrickville. Neil's calling in from Canada. There, Neil's. Yeah, yeah. How are you guys? Hey, Neil's. You hey, Neil's. You're on with, with hey, Derek Humphrey? How's it going? Uh, good. How are you guys? I'm. Uh, we got a good connection? Crystal. Yeah, yes, I sir. think. Maybe. All right. Yeah, you guys are a little delayed. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Hey, Derek, how are you? Hey, how you doing, man? Oh, awesome, awesome. Just freezing my ass off out in the shed, but whatever. Hell yeah. Just uh, I a quick question. Like, uh, so how's your uh, the transition from the Navy into uh, the life of a, a stand-up? And now you ha- you're dealing with this right now. Like, are you, uh, you're obviously curtailed in your uh, chance to perform. Like, what are you doing to keep busy? That's a good question. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. A lot of puzzles. Um, doing a lot of that, for sure. Um, a lot of reading on um, Facebook. That's where I get most of my information nowadays, is Facebook. That's a, it's a great resource. <laughs> pursuing my interests. Uh, now, I, I, I've been trying to stay busy. I um, There's been a lot of stuff I neglected to do in my professional career that i finally gotten around to doing. Now that we have this going on, so make sure I'm not going crazy. Um, so that's been cool. And I do these online shows and some of these rooftop ones and stuff. Did you go outside at all, Dave? Did you do any rooftop shows? I did. Uh, I, I, I came out here. Uh, I've been in exile since some point in March. Oh, since like the beginning. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause it was just got so there was like a mobile morgue on the corner. So yeah, no, we totally. were like, eh, let's go for a drive. Right. And, yeah. um, but I did do, uh, an outdoor show here in Ohio. I did one, one outdoor show that was it was weird. Dave Chappelle's. I did Dave Chappelle's show. I wish I did Dave Chappelle's show. <laughs> Hit him um, up. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I did, I did an outdoor show where it was like behind a bar. It was at an outdoor lounge, and then I was behind the bar, like doing with them, which I liked actually because. It was the first uh, time I'd been around people basically the entire time since I came out here. So I was like, oh, yeah. I'm glad there's a huge structure. Yeah, there's a barrier. Yeah, yeah and in the event that one, you know, you didn't want one person to not respect my boundaries. Right, absolutely. But it was fun. Did you do a lot of uh, outdoor shows? Yeah, um, surround like the stand of New York ones in the park and stuff. So, oh, nice. Yeah, I try to keep myself busy because that's the thing. Like, um, Niels is like, uh, if you're like, I have ADD for one, and then for two, if you're like prone to boredom, anyways, or if you're like out to sea for long periods of time, or in COVID and in quarantine, like if you don't keep busy, you will go bananas. Yeah. So. I usually just uh, bother Chris all day. <laughs> it's true. Ask him to validate my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> or rewrite them. No, I want them to be good. <laughs> Ooh. Ouch. This is us back and forth all day. Yeah, this is all we do all day. <laughs> and talking about, you know, Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do have we? I don't can't even. Uh, 
Did has have you? Did we talk about Disco Dancer with you, Derek? Did we didn't mention that? Did we? Oh no, I was listening up top. What is Disco Dancer? Okay, well, you, that's this is your assignment. Okay, it's on Netflix. Yo, hold on, boys, 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 Before you get into it, I'm just gonna sign off. These uh, long distance rates are killing me. Oh, oh, oh yeah, sorry, sorry Niels. We were gonna sorry about that, boss. I'll call you later. I just wanted to. I just wanted to pipe in and uh, keep kicking ass, Derek, and we'll uh, hopefully see you uh, here up in Canada when it all ends, Eric. Yeah, oh, we should love to go. Yeah. Let's go to Merrickville and do a show. We'll do that. Sh- I was supposed to do a show in Merrickville. Oh, yeah. And then it got canceled. I'm down. Because of COVID, <coughs> as I cough. <coughs> oh, God. Thank you. Thank you, Niels. Derek, you seem like you're my kind of guy, so uh, hopefully we see each other in the future somewhere, man. I appreciate that. Absolutely, Niels. Thank you so I, much. Sir. Oh, yeah. You All guys right. would. Bye, everybody. See Bye. you, Niels. Thanks a lot. Have a good night. Yeah, you guys would hit it off like a house on fire, or however that saying goes. Have a good <laughs> Okay, I'm. Let, let's let's plan on that when when uh, when mm-hmm. the Merrickville show. Where is where? What coordinates is Merrickville? Merrickville is about, I would say, for, I think 40 minutes to an hour outside of uh, Ottawa. Oh, okay. So it's not too bad. That's known for its brisk winters. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. had some wild nights in Merrickville. <laughs> I have. Uh, I met. Niels, the way we met, he used to, I had a show on WFMU and he would call in and then I was writing a book on Canada. So I said, hey, let's do the show from your garage or your, he's not in the same house now. Anyway. And then, uh, you know, the romance for the ages. Great night. (laughs) It's been going on ever since. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, um, we should we should ride off into the live stream podcast sunset because we're past our uh, our time. So the next show is coming in. Going the next show is coming in. Oh yeah. The next, we 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 share a Zoom account with uh, another show. <laughs> but everyone, uh, well, thank thank you first of all, Derek Humphrey. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And, and everyone can find you at DerekHumphrey.com. Yeah, or at Hump Derek on. On all social media, all the things. Yeah, at Hump Derek. If you look up, if you Google Derek Humphrey, you'll get to another assisted suicide doctor. Um, really? Yeah, I'm trying to outplace him on Google. An assisted, okay. Well, like a Jack of Orkian type. We have our marching orders. <laughs> let's let's make that guy number two. Hell yeah! Thank you. And everyone, listen listen to Bushwick Bears, please. And uh. Come back if you can tolerate. This is uh, a lot of fun. Our Thanks answers. for having me. Thanks, Thanks for, for not judging me too harshly, Des, on, on me judging you. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Chris, I'll call you a loser soon. Um, looking forward to it. Yeah, probably in like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Well, everyone, thanks for those of you watching on the live stream. And uh, thank you to those listening in the futuristic podcast format. If you'd like to support the show, go to MaximumFun.org forward slash join. Should we hit whatever the stop buttons are, Chris? Put on the action music? MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.